Hey, I'm Rusty. And I'm Heather. And we're the Bryants, and this is the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. We are here to encourage healthy marriages, strengthen wounded marriages, and begin the process of restoration to broken marriages. We aren't licensed counselors, but we are a redeemed couple that loves the Lord and wants to help you journey through this messy, challenging, and fun part of life called marriage. Welcome back to another episode of the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. This is Rusty and Heather Bryant back for another week and another episode on marriage. And we have had quite the weekend. Quite the weekend. Yeah, so, you know, we tell you guys all the time that we're just real life with you and just raw and... um open and honest and man this could not be any more real life than what we're going to talk about today because uh real life is what happened to us today as a matter of fact so um go ahead you can you can summarize the day just the day or you want the whole weekend yeah well (laughs) go for it well we did have a roller coaster weekend um, because we got to go to Destin with our youngest. Um, he was in a soccer tournament there. About so, five hours away from yeah, us. Yeah, five hours away. Went down to Destin. Super pumped about being there because it is the the beach is just my favorite place to be. And Rusty was just amazing. He found me two hours um, in between games that I got to go and just lay on the beach and read a book and listen to the waves. It was amazing. And he didn't really love the beach, but he was a trooper and made that happen for me. And I was just on cloud nine, just loving it. Enjoyed time with our family and um, with some um, players and their families that were on the team. Anyway, fast forward to today. Um, We had a very early game at eight o'clock. Had to be there at seven thirty, and um, we're going to hit the road immediately afterwards to head back and have our a little time here before the week began. Well, we were about ten minutes into the game, and our youngest Logan was going after a ball. He actually won the ball, and then this kid just creamed him. Side note, we weren't supposed to be in this tournament. It was supposed to be another team, an older team, but they couldn't go. So we went in and decided to take their place. And so we have 15 and 16-year-olds, well, (laughs) 15-year-olds, 9th and 10th graders, um, playing against these big, like, 18-year-olds. Anyway, long story short, this 18-year-old just crushed him. And then he rolled and immediately popped up and was like, I broke my collarbone. And I was like, get over there. So Rusty went across um, the field or around the field and the coach was calling for the trainer. And um, it was very obviously um, broken. So the trainer puts him in a sling um, just to get us to the ER. Um, We get to the ER, they x-ray it. Um, look at the x-rays and of course it was broken but they told us it wasn't what they call a green stick break that if you have a green stick break it's like 
trying to break a healthy stick. It just won't break all the way. It's just kind of, you know, partially shredded a little bit. bit. But instead, it was broken, broken and displaced about three centimeters. And it genuinely looks like it's about to come through the skin. Like it's just nasty looking. So we... um, they gave us some pain meds and said we needed to see an orthopedic because he did need surgery. So we have an appointment um, this week to see an orthopedic on Tuesday and probably surgery on Wednesday. And so then we had to drive back hmm. five hours. Long, five long hours. With him and just felt every bump. And my mama heart was just breaking for him. And, but we got home, he's on the sofa, pain meds are, <laughs> are in full effect. We even got him a partial bath. <laughs> yeah. Rusty did that and he's on the sofa and, um, hopefully we'll make it until surgery day. So we're not, oh, but before you go into that, the other high was our oldest child. While we were going through all of that, our oldest child was in North Carolina getting baptized at his church there just as a recommitment and just a um, washing away of some old and birth to some new um, and what God's doing in his life now and just a beautiful thing that happened there. So roller coaster up down up down up down yeah yeah <laughs> all weekend yeah and you know we're this is like i said it's real life and so when things like this happen um we're not just coming to just air all of our dirty and clean laundry i guess <laughs> um but uh but there's something there and i thought about it a lot today as we were driving back on that long drive because that was not how we were planning for that the weekend to end and it certainly isn't what we're planning what we were planning for the next week or so or sure. for that matter the next several weeks for mm-hmm. dealing with this and and i just started thinking about how you know when life just throws you a curveball mm-hmm. and um man we've had We've had quite a few of those in in our marriage, and you know, you look back on it, and you look, and and like today, thinking about the curveball that we got, because I mean, there's a lot to it. You know, you've got, I mean, it's going to disrupt, um, you know, Logan and his school for the for the last, you know, his last few weeks of school is going to disrupt work schedules. Mm-hmm. It's going to, I mean, obviously, there's financial parts to it. You know, it's just there's a lot to it, and so. Um, but I think that the things that you go through leading up to the curveballs, um, they kind of dictate how you're going to respond and react um, as a married couple sure. and, and individually. Um, and, you know, my, my thought kept going back to, you know, I, I think we've probably said this before, but, um, you know, before. 10 years ago before our marriage crisis like I just felt like nothing bad ever happened had ever happened to Mm -hmm. us and I even voiced the the words one time to a group of men that I was in a bible study with that we were talking about being ambushed by Satan and I actually said the words 
I don't know that I've ever been ambushed. And then it was literally about a week later um, when when you confessed to me that you had been unfaithful. And that phrase, the very next day, I called, I actually texted a pastor friend of mine because I just didn't know who to tell. And that was the word that I used. I said, life has thrown me a curveball and I need somebody to talk to. And so, you know, I think that, man, they just come, life just comes at us from all sorts of angles and all different things. And it may be, you know, something in your marriage. It may be something with your children. It may be a medical diagnosis. It, I mean, it could be a, a job, a loss of a mm-hmm. job. I mean, there's so much that happens. And when it happens, you know, you, you have a choice. And especially um, when it comes to you and your spouse and marriage, it's, you know, the choice is how are we going to deal with this and how are we going to handle this together? And what are we going to do? Um, and how are we going to react to it? And so, you know, when I rewind things back to 10 years ago, almost 11 years ago, you know, I was able to react individually because of a foundation that had been laid um, in my faith and just how I was able to, you know, there was a there was a strong foundation of, okay, you know, can we make it through this? But then, believe it or not, you know, you know, we had the choice then to walk through that together. And how are we going to do that together? And and then I fast forward to five years after that, and you were diagnosed with cancer. Like, I I would say that's a curveball, <laughs> right? You think? <laughs> and so, you know, and we've said this before, but because of what we walked through together, as hard as it was, you know, five years before that, then we hit cancer, and it was kind of like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, this. we got this, you know, mm-hmm. and since then, you know, we've dealt with other things. I mean, we've had we've had tons of medical injuries that mm-hmm. our children have been through that have been heartbreaking. Sure. I mean, crushing, you know, and and scary at the same time. Um, and today, today was no different from That's that. Right. So. so you know, just thinking about how do you do that and how do you do that walking together because it's so easy to let the stress and the anxiety and the unknown kind of get to you even to a point where you can kind of be pitted against each other. Sure, yeah. You know, one of the things that I was thinking about today as we were traveling is how we, and you know, I can hear people saying, yeah, but y'all been married 25 years, but, but it, it doesn't matter how long you've been married. We work so well as a team, like, and it comes, it comes from knowing each other's strengths and encouraging those strengths. And then also knowing each other's weaknesses and being okay with those weaknesses. Like we work together so well as far as um, knowing what we are both good at, um, knowing what our kids respond the best to. Um, you know, when when Logan got hurt, he wanted you. Like that's what he wanted because you're the soccer guy, you're the, you know, you know what to do, you're the leader. 
And, you know, when he was standing on the other side of the the field waving us over, he was waving you over, Mm -hmm. you know, like he knows that you're good at that. And I know that you're good at that. You know that I don't handle seeing them in pain very well. Um, So you sat in the back seat with him and let me drive because I, I enjoy, you know, I, I mean, I needed to be in control of that car, not hitting potholes, you know, and you could handle him, um, you know, hurting and you stay calm in those situations. Um, But then I, I don't know, I just throughout the day, I thought, you know, and I could go on and on about examples because there were several that I, that I thought of, but, but that's not the point. The point is that we both have our strengths. We both know what we're good at in parenting, but also definitely in marriage. And, and we play to those strengths Mm -hmm. and encourage each other and, and not just encourage each other, but to affirm each other and thank you for being that for him and for being this for our family. And, you know, and I just think that it's real important that you learn your spouse, what your spouse is really good at and notice them instead of noticing, God, I wish that she would do this, or I wish that he would do that. Um, I think that God has gifted, um, each one of us in, in special ways as we walk through our marriage, but then also as we deal with our children and I think that's the same case um, for our listeners, that that God's gifted each one of you with different strengths mm-hmm. and and to play towards those strengths instead of pointing out um, yeah. the weaknesses um, that we have. Um, because, you know, I mean, I get really, really queasy and lightheaded when my kids are hurting. And so you don't put me in that situation to be the forefront of that. You know, I get to do other things that I'm that I'm better at. And and so you know that about me. And so you take over in that situation. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And I know we're, we keep getting back to Logan because, gosh, that's what we're in in mm-hmm. this moment. But you can take what we're talking about and say, how is that applying to, to the curveball I'm in yeah. or the storm that I'm in right now? And how can I come alongside my partner Um and encourage them um, and see the ways, the unique ways God has gifted them instead of seeing ways that they would be different. Mm -hmm. Well, you nailed it when you just said you've got to be a team. Mm -hmm. And I think the best way to to be a team when a curveball comes is you you know your spouse. Like Mm -hmm. you need to know what their strengths are and don't expect them to be able to carry a part during that, uh, you know, I mean, and everybody has to get out of their comfort zone a little sure. bit. I mean, good grief. Even in the, the, the curveballs that we were dealt with today, I didn't enjoy some of that stuff. No. It's just that that's what I'm better equipped at. And in the same way, you're better mm-hmm. equipped at some things. Mm-hmm. And so that's where you just sort of recognize that as a married couple. And when the storms come your way, then you lean on each other's strengths mm-hmm. to, to get through it. Mm-hmm. And and again, it could even be a marriage crisis. That's I mean, right. as bad as it sounds, you know, when you think about, well, if one spouse creates the marriage crisis for mm-hmm. something that they've done, well, if you're going to get through it, you're still going to get through it together. That's right. You, you're not going to get through it just one of you. Right. And so even in that, you know, where where one really may be at fault, 
you have to come together as a team and say, okay, you know, we recognize what's been done and the harm that's been done, but right. now as a team, we've still got to get through this. And so you start, you still go off of each other's strengths and make sure that that those people are leading the way in those areas. And I, and I think, you know, I was thinking today too, like how easy it is to when you're in that curveball situation where you're just, not, it's the unexpected, the anxiety. It's so easy to just lash out at your spouse and the, and to almost, um, because like you want to blame somebody like mm-hmm. for, for bad things that happen or for right. unexpected things that happen. It's like, okay, well somebody needs to pay for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like somebody and you know, unfortunately, most of the time, the only person to lash out at is your spouse. And so it's so easy to just, you know, say something in the heat of the moment, even if you don't really mean it. Um, but it's easy to say it. And like, like even today, I mean, and I, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell on myself here. Um, but you took in, the car, the, our car charger into the, into the, um, the hospital and we got back in the car and you were like, the phone charger. Yeah. The phone, the phone charger. <laughs> the car charger. Not the car charger. <laughs> okay. The phone charger that goes in the car uh-huh. and, uh, and you got back in the car and we were already leaving and you said, where's the phone charger? And I'm like, well, I don't know where the phone charger mm-hmm. is. I didn't take it in, you know? And, and then we kind of were talking about it and we we're like, well, you know, I wonder if it just got knocked off the counter or whatever. And so, like, there was a part of me just because of the whole situation, you know. I mean, I'm in the back. The kids, you know, Logan's in pain. We're trying to get out of town. We still have to go check out of the hotel. I mean, this is a mess, you know. Mm-hmm. We don't have any medicine. We don't know where to go to get medicine, to get the medication and the prescriptions filled. So there's all this stuff going on. And, like, what I wanted to say was, Why'd you take that in there? Why did you take the phone charger in there anyway? We had no charger box, mm-hmm. nothing. It was just a charger. And so, like, I, I really almost said, why in the world did you take it in there anyway? But I stopped because I kind of, okay, somebody said to ask the question this week, how do you stop from saying things <laughs> that you really want to say to your spouse? You just close your mouth. And, <laughs> and so, but here's what I did. In that split second, I thought, well, if I do say that, then what? Mm-hmm. Like, we say that a lot. We say, play it, play things out. Then what? Yep. Then what? Then what? And I thought, what good is that going to do for me to say, why'd you take that in there anyway? Mm-hmm. As much as I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And now we got to drive five hours home. We don't have a phone charger, you mm-hmm. know? And I wanted to say that, but and I was like, what good does that do? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like it was done on purpose or we left it on purpose or whatever. And so when I played it out, well, then what's going to happen? Well, that's going to get you upset. And then all of a sudden, instead of being a team, we're just mad at each other right. because of something stupid that I could have said. Right. And so I just think that it's so important that when those things happen and you're ready to just lash out at somebody, you you really have to take a breath and think before you say something right. because in the heat of the moment and the stress and, you know, just dealing with the curveball and the things that have happened is you just want to blame somebody. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, 
it's just your spouse most of the time that you're de- that you're mm-hmm. in the in the trenches with. That's right. But the last right. person that you want to be pit pit against is your spouse during that right. moment. Right. So just have to be just have to be really careful um, to guard your guard your tongue. And I think that, and I notice this probably more today than at any other time when we've had stressful situations like that. But we we were just constantly encouraging each other and it is a little bit easy too because we have a kid that's quite the encourager and the whole time he Mm -hmm. was encouraging both of us and he's the one with a bone sticking out of his shoulder (laughs) you know so um I don't know I just I've I thought about it a lot today just because as we were driving and I was thinking man you know we faced a lot in our marriage and a lot has come our way and we fought through it and we've battled through it. And, you know, if, you know, people I'm sure look at us and go, well, yeah, you know, we hear about your big story and what happened 10 years ago, but man, just, it just looks like everything's all together. But my goodness, I mean, we could, we could just sit here and list over and over and over, all of the curveballs that get mm-hmm. thrown our way, and all the things that come up, and they're not going to stop. No, I mean we're going to no. we'll we'll have, and so, so when you recognize they're going to come, and the the best way and the only way to get through it is to get through it together, and so. You know, we, we're tired, we're exhausted, we're worn out. And this wasn't even what we want, we're planning on talking no, about today, no. but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, it just, like I said from the beginning, it mm-hmm. just feels like sometimes you just need to go, hey, this is real life, this mm-hmm. is what we're dealing with, and I'm going to bet that other people are dealing with it too. Mm-hmm. We had a couple, a friend of ours that was down there, one of Logan's teammates, they got a curveball thrown at them because they yeah. woke up five hours from home mm-hmm. and their alternator was yeah. out. They had to call a tow truck. Mm-hmm. They had to get a rental car. Then they had to make a quick decision on getting it fixed and the expense that was right. done. And they just, couldn't get the right parts yes. for their kind of vehicle. And Right. And so, yeah. you know, so the things that we're talking about, it may not be the... My wife or my husband just confessed to being unfaithful. You know, I mean, that's a lot of people listen to our show because of that. And yeah, that's a that's a major curveball. But there's just so many things along the way. And so we just want to encourage you, you know, they're going to keep they're going to keep coming and just be a team. Go go use each other's strengths, know each other's strengths, use those to fight those battles that come along and then really be careful with your words and make sure that you're um, that you're guarding your tongue during those situations. So a little bit of a little bit of a different um, topic today, a little bit of a shorter topic, but we just wanted to um, come at you with some real life information today. And so today this week when the curveballs come your way, we just hope that this gives you a little bit of ammunition, a little bit of a tool um, to help you as you fight those battles together. So, um, we hope you have a great week and we will see you next time.